Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Cap City Sportscast. My name is Callahan Steed. I cover the Monona Gulf Silver Eagles, the Cambridge Blue Jays, the Deerfield Demons, and the McFarland Spartans. My name is Peter Limblad. I cover the Wanakee Warriors, the Forest Norskies, Pointe Pumas, and Lodi Blue Devils. No Ryan today, sadly. No it's, Ryan. It, we've only had, like, the, for the past five weeks, I think we've only had one show where it's been all three of us. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. Yeah. I had to do it. I don't want to... I don't want to brag or anything, but I've had to do yeah, some. You, I've had to do some lifting and kind of help the, fill some roles. You're the Iron Man. Yeah, I'm like you got Cal, the Iron Man streak going. I'm like Cal Ripken. I'm gonna come in here one day, all bandaged <laughs> up, and they'll be like, "Cal, you could take a day off," and I'll be like, "No, I gotta do this for the friendly folk of McFarland, right. Monona, Cottage Grove, Deerfield, and Cambridge." I've been doing some load management. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta get you prepared for postseason. That's po- right. Postseason Peter is a different animal. That's right. right? Well, I'm older, so you know I, I need some time off. Hey, it's just that's experience. We call that. That's right. right? That's you right. you know what to expect. I I kind of run myself into the ground, and then it's always like slow to start off. Peter knows how to get that load managed. That's in. right. Uh, yeah. If anybody's wondering, Ryan's at a bachelor party in Las Vegas, mm. which was a wild text to get on what a Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was like, All, All right, of a sudden, that's a fun way to spend a Wednesday morning right. taking a flight out to Vegas. You yeah, want to know how yeah. I? You want to know how I spent my Wednesday morning? Getting a cavity filled. Did you really? Yeah, it was not oh, fun at all. Man. The whole time I was, you know, get my teeth drilled. Oh. I was like, I could be on a plane right now going to Vegas. Yeah. But so, Ryan, I hope you're having fun right That's now. That's right. That's right. Uh, but it, it did bring up a uh, – I was thinking about this actually the other day because my roommate uh, and I, a couple other people, were trying to, you know, make a little run up to the Wisconsin Dells here one of these days mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, spend some time maybe at a cabin or something like that. And the day that they had picked was, I think, girls basketball regional finals. And I was oh. like, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. So Ryan mm-hmm. right now is smart decision taking time off yeah. now before the postseason play. But it made me think and it made me want to ask you because my roommate was trying to tell me, oh, just request it off. And I was like, well, I mean, I could, but I don't want to because it's a big, you know, kind of a big game. Yeah. Is that something like you kind of struggle with as well too. oh yeah yeah absolutely i mean it's yeah i mean throughout my career it's always been an issue you know and i mean not to get too far into the weeds but i mean i've always worked holidays christmas new year's you know and and those were daily newspapers so you know you're trying to get daily newspapers out but yeah i mean it's you, you really have to like when you're trying to figure out your vacation time you really have to be uh, strategic about it i guess yeah first uh if anybody was wondering yes daily newspapers you'd have to work on christmas because it goes out the next day yes mm-hmm. and so it's like hmm, how's that paper gonna get done yeah literally on the night so sometimes yep. you have to plan <laughs> and you know i've always thought about you know like how you plan for that stuff and mm-hmm. things like that but you know it, there's some stuff that i've got like coming up like in the summer for like weddings and obviously i'm gonna take yep. that off like i think i have a friend getting married where i'm in obviously mm. the party for it and i think that's like girl sectional semifinal. Mm. but like i'd be able to make it back to the championship at least yeah. but it's just one of those things where it's like yeah that big thing like that i'm gonna request off like, right sorry i'm not missing that life of yeah. that but yeah. if it's stuff i can you know plan out yeah. in advance and be like you know this is what works for me this is what doesn't so yeah. i was just kind of interested thinking i was like because i was just trying to tell my room i'm like it's just something i you know like i provide coverage for these communities big games are going to be happening yeah. like I don't think mm-hmm. I can swing it. So I was yep. just kind of like, oh, I want to get Peter's thoughts on it. So 
Yeah, and it's different places too, because like here, you know, summers are pretty pretty dead. I mean, we yeah. have home talent, but that's you know, that, yeah. uh, maybe some amateur golf. But you know, other places I've been, American Legion baseball is huge in the yeah, summer, yeah. so we really didn't get a chance to take <laughs> on off. So you you just were like, well, we got to take it when we can. But here, summers are really the opportunity to do that. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking about that, but. You know, it's it's kind of a good thing, though, because honestly, we really don't need to take time off right now because no. we are in the weeds of conference title races. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would much rather watch an exciting college basketball or <laughs> high school basketball, or even mm-hmm. professional, than get on a plane because obviously I'm scared of flying. But also, ah. but also, you know, like this is what I get paid for. This yep. is what we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like we enjoy a good title race. And tonight or whenever you listen to this podcast, Thursday, Mm. February 1st, a good way to start the month. There is going to be an exciting clash for the Badger Large Conference title, a game tonight in Monona Grove that will Mm. have huge implications on that title race. Wanakee uh, is leading right now currently as we tape at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And right on their heels, Monona Grove only trailing by a game. If Monona Grove wins... They are now in first place because they beat Wanakee earlier in the year. Yeah, but if right. Wanakee can get the job done tonight, they are basically in the driver's seat. And yeah. so my question to you is, Peter, how did Wanakee get to this spot? And it seems like it's going to be a fun matchup that I am excited to go attend to tonight. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I mean, if you're looking for kind of a scouting report, you know, Wanakee this year, balanced scoring is as you know, dominated the headlines. I mean, they're, they usually get, like, you know, four guys a lot of the time scoring in double figures, um, probably led by Keaton Frisch. Um, he's their leading scorer, I believe. He's a six seven guy. I've talked about him a lot. You know, very versatile big man who plays a lot on the outside but can go inside. He comes up with big blocks and big steals too, like late in games a lot of the time. But, uh, you know, I just watched them play uh, DeForest, uh, rival DeForest this week, you know. And, and DeForest is a better team than their record indicates. I think they're only like 1-6 in, in conference play, but they're around 500 overall. I they had a rough start. I um, haven't noted that every team in the Badger <clears throat> Large, except for one, has a record over 500. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're a solid team. And uh, DeForest, uh, you know, they've lost to Wanakee now twice. They played in Wanakee um, last week, last Thursday. A real good game. Um, Lincoln Hotman for DeForest went wild in that game. He had 34 points. He shot 7 of 14 from three-point range. He had 13 points at the half, basically about half their points. Um, And interestingly, talking to Eric Stewart, uh, the DeForest coach, um, you know, he talked about how fearless he was as a competitor. Um, But he currently ranks third among all uh, three-point shooters in Division II in the state, shooting 44%. Really? Or actually around 45%, I should say. But they had trouble shooting free throws. And really when it came down to it, uh, the issue for them in that game was Wanakee pretty much dominated the boards, and they played tight defense. Um, they, They play a tough physical brand of defense. And it carried them through. And uh, they got a lot of offensive rebounds that helped them um, kind of down the stretch pull away a little bit and, and get uh, get beyond them. Um, uh, but, yeah, Wanakee just kind of wore them down. Uh, Hotman didn't get a lot of help that game, um, but he had a huge contest. He was making threes from everywhere. And, you know, talking to uh, Coach Selk from Wanakee after that game, he was like, yeah, Lincoln Hotman just had a career night, but we played well. 
defensively against everybody else, he thought, you know, but uh, Hotman just kept him in that game. I mean, lived up to that first syllable of his name. But uh, Wanakee, you know, they got 20 points from Keaton Frisch that night. Um, they also got uh, big contributions from Vance Johnson that night. Uh, you, you might remember him as the quarterback yep. from that football team. Um, Coach Selk said he had his best game of the season. He had like 10 points that game, really um, gave them a lift. Um, Vance, after the game, said that he thought they really moved the ball well, um, especially in and out, uh, inside, outside from the paint, uh, or throwing it into the paint and then back out. Um, but really, when you talk to Coach Selk, um, and you talk, I, I talk, also talked to Cade McKenzie, who had 14 points in that game, real key 14 points too. You know, it was really, they stayed connected defensively, um, Coach Selk said, and so did Cade. And, and, uh, but that, those rebounds offensively, because, man, I'll tell you, especially in the second half, Wanakee missed a lot of close shots that were right on the rim and just kept falling off. I mean, they really had a lid on it. They made some, they made some three-pointers late um, to, to really kind of help stabilize, but you could tell there was some frustration <laughs> there for a while. But, uh, but they, they had a lead uh, th- mostly throughout. Um, you know, Hotman made some big three-pointers that kept them in the game, made a key steal and a fast-break layup that tied it up in the second half. But pretty much from then on, uh, Wanakee was able to control it. So if you're looking, you know, as a, you know, kind of a preview of that Monona Grove matchup, you know, look for Wanakee uh, to play tough physical defense. You know, they they've got a lot of those football players on that team, so they get inside, they get boards, they they muscle you. Um, but they've got some good offensive players too. You know, Eli Salk um, can really shoot it from three. He had a tough night against DeForest, but he's usually a really dependable outside shooter. And Cade McKenzie can really shoot it too. They've got good ball handlers with Jake Bova who can really take it inside. You know, he's a he's a guard, but he's a really physical guard. Um, you might remember him from football too. He's getting recruited uh, to play defense back on the next level. Um, but Frisch, you know, he, he's really kind of the guy to watch. He's, he's a really good player, really smooth, uh, six, seven guy can handle the ball. He can shoot it from the outside, but he, he, uh, he, when he goes inside, you know, he uses that size and that athletic ability to, to move inside the paint. Yeah. I think tonight I'm probably just going to stay at that game all the way throughout, you know, provide highlights sometimes Monday through when I work Monday through Thursday. Uh, that's deadlines for me for the uh, Cambridge uh, for the Daily Union, uh, which Cambridge is a part of. But I only have one team playing tonight, so it's kind of like I can get home in time or get to get back to the office in time and you know write that story mm-hmm. up. Uh, but I think what I'm excited to see is um, Monona Grove's really starting to like find their footing right now because mm-hmm. you know they had that upset win against Wanakee to start off the year, then they lost to Fort, and then they lost to God. I want to say Beaver Dam was the other one. Uh, but you know they they've kind of you know been a couple wins here, a couple wins there, but they've won four out of their last five, um, and you know they're fresh off a 17 point comeback win against Menominee mm. uh, on Saturday, and the big catalyst for that comeback win was Isaiah Herb scoring a career high 36 points Ooh. in the win. Herb uh, was one of those uh, players that's a three year starter. Uh, in 2021, there were some injuries that the Silver Eagles had, so Herb got extensive time as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of saw him come on as a junior a little bit. And even as a senior, you know, <clears throat> Monona Grove lost some kids, uh, but Herb has really stepped up, leading scorer on the team. And, yes, 36 points and also scored the game-winning layup with three seconds left uh, in the game. 
the uh, Coach Swifel, uh, Monona Grove head coach, had credited the comeback win to was they had shifted to a diamond pressure plus one uh, defense. So uh, Menominee had shot like 80% in the first half, and that hmm. was just kind of a way wow. to get them off their rhythm. They created a lot of turnovers. They were able to chip away, chip away, chip away. And if you and I have watched a lot of basketball over the years, mm-hmm. if you have a double-digit lead and then all of a sudden it gets down to single digits, yeah. all of a sudden we have ourselves things a game on our up. hand. Yeah, yeah. things <laughs> tighten up a little bit. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking for Herb to have, you know, another big night, but also, too, another player that's had another strong year, senior Emmett Toyola, uh, who was an all-conference guard along with Herb that was coming back this year. Uh, he started <clears throat> off the year really strong. He scored a career high against Watertown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just hasn't been – it's kind of like Wanakee as well, too. Really, any night with the Silver Eagles, anybody could have yeah. uh, you know, a strong night. Herb will be there getting double digits points. Same with uh, mm-hmm. Toyola, but also Cal Worth, uh, a junior mm-hmm. from the football team as well, too, mm-hmm. has had a really strong performance as well, too. I think he scored 16 against Watertown the other mm-hmm. night to lead MG, but then also, too, Luca Savaldi, a senior. Uh, has really stepped up. He's kind of been uh, the guy on the post, getting a lot of points, can shoot the three as well, too. A.J. Nelson as well, too, down low, uh, has uh, a returner that's had some solid contributions. and But also, too, kind of a guy that I think, with how you mentioned tonight, uh, with Wanaki gets after it on the boards. I feel like MG's going to need a big night from freshman Austin Lucchetti. Mm. Uh, I want to say he's a 6'8 freshman. Uh, so he's able to they're going to need him on the boards as well yeah. too if Wanakee is going to be constantly fighting at the boards so yeah. just all around I think it's going to be a pretty balanced game yeah it should be and, yep. it, and even then like whoever like gets out of this with the win like I mentioned earlier the Badger Large you've got all these teams that are over 500 I didn't know really what to expect from the conference because there's just yeah. been a lot of teams that have just been losing a lot of guys over the years, you know, yeah. like the forest losing Wisebrod from a couple of years ago, yeah. Milton lost Jack Campion. And you're, you're always wondering like, how are these programs going to, you know, yeah. recover? And mm-hmm. they've kind of figured some things out. I wouldn't want to face any of these teams come postseason time. Yeah. Like yeah. just be on the lookout. If you're a team yeah. coming, you know, from the Badger small or something like that, yeah. just the Badger Larch is where it's at. Just as a note, Weisbrod's been lighting it up for Northern Michigan lately. He had 35 points at a game the other night. Ooh, yeah. I so, like that. Yeah, a yeah. couple of DeForest kids mm-hmm. going collegiantly and yeah. have been kind of tearing it up. I just sent you a, a little news Oh, about yeah, Leah Grundall. Leah yeah. Grundall yeah. Uh, taking advantage of that extra year and mm-hmm. uh, leading Whitewater uh, into a strong potential postseason run also, yeah. too. Another thing that's helping out uh, – uh, Whitewater is a transfer from McFarland, Katie Hildebrand. Oh. Uh, originally went to North Dakota State after two years, decided to transfer to Whitewater because I was looking, I was like, oh, I wonder who's on the uh, team. Mm. Anybody from, uh, you know, from Badger Large or Badger Small? I was like, wait, Hildebrand transferred in? I was like, <laughs> oh, boy, things are yeah. picking up for Whitewater. So it's going to be yeah. interesting to see what happens with not only – Aliyah Grundall, but yeah. also Wisebro as well too. If yeah, if Northern Michigan's. I think they've won like twelve straight, and they're ranked now. Um, interestingly, too, uh, Max's cousin transferred to Northern Michigan this year too, and I think she's had some really good games too. So, yeah, That's interesting awesome. family affair. And then. At, for the Wildcats. Yeah, Northern Michigan's <laughs> got it smart. Come over to the Madison area and just get all the kids from there. Um, yeah, also to another team that uh, is kind of rolling right now and has won four out of their last five, the Cambridge girls basketball team mm-hmm. has had uh, a couple really nice, uh, strong games. 
Uh, Brooke Stancliffe has ha- and uh, Sevilla Freeland, the two all-conference players that returned from last year, have just been lighting it up. I expect those two to get first-team all-conference this year. They're probably both averaging over 20 points right now. Unfortunately, um, uh, Coach Pickards doesn't put the stats up on uh, West Sports until the end of the year. So right now it's just mm-hmm. kind of like mind uh, math with like, <laughs> I wonder where they're averaging, but they've been scoring 20 points a lot, and it seems yeah. like past couple weeks both of them have been scoring over 25. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what the Blue Jays need uh, because it's like they, with them, it's, you know, they have the one-two punch of Stanklift and Freeland. But then also, too, they kind of have some other pieces that can score three points here five points here two points and you kind of add all that up and then you get 12 points from kind of all those other players yeah. that gets you into the 50 60 range and that can win you a girls basketball game sure uh so yeah with uh the strong performances of Stinkliff and freeland it's really got the blue jays rolling fortunately i don't think they're going to win a capital south title just because new glaris is kind of uh in that vicinity but i mean aside from they lost to new glaris a couple weeks ago and then also i want to say they dropped the game closely against uh peckart guile um and then uh there's maybe an edgerton i want to say i want to say all those teams were ranked at the time Mm. that cambridge faced them so it's they've kind of had to deal with a tough onslaught of a schedule but other than that like they're beating the teams that they should beat and and, you know in the capital south and i really think this team could make a push at a regional title and you know a a big thing that's kind of that i noticed uh when i was at their game on tuesday Megan Bernhardt has made her return to the lineup. And when I talked mm. with Coach Pickerts at the beginning of the year, you know, she was kind of a player that uh, Coach Pickerts was expecting could contribute on the offensive glass, get some rebounds. Uh, but she got hurt in the preseason. But now with her back, that's another person that, like you kind of what we mentioned a little bit with Key, you know, getting yeah. after it on the glass mm-hmm. because that's why Freeland is such a productive scorer. She's able to just constantly keep putting it up, putting yeah. it up, putting it up. And, after a while, you throw the ball at the hoop at so many times, it's going to roll through eventually. Um, but with those kind of all those pieces kind of coming together at the right time, uh, I really, like I said, I think they could make a run at a regional title. And I was really impressed with their game against Whitewater because Whitewater's kind of having a good season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're figuring some things out. And, you know, Cambridge in that game just dominated them on the defensive yeah. end, just uh, hyper aggressive, getting a lot of steals. And those led to fast break transition points and, you know, really easy to, you know, get points mm-hmm. on the board when you're just having wide open layups. And I think they held Whitewater just 21 points. And Whitewater is mm-hmm. a team that's above 500. Yeah. So I feel like that was – it's a larger school and it's a team above 500. Yeah. I feel like that's a, a kind of an eye-opener yeah. a little right. bit for me. So mm-hmm. it just – just keep an eye on the Blue Jays for the postseason <laughs> run, and it's going to be interesting to see where they go from there. Um, but to kind of switch it up uh, from basketball to, I guess, wrestling, or yeah. if you want to talk about basketball as well, too, that's totally fine. No, I've, I'll probably switch over to wrestling. All yeah. right, perfect. Um, well, then what do you got? Yeah, well, um, you know, I'm going to go to uh, my uh, two northern towns of uh, Poinette and uh, Lodi. Wrestling hubs. Um, Wrestling hubs, yep. Although I will say, point it's probably a, a little down this year. Um, they they don't have the numbers that they've had in the past, but they do have Ashton Meister, uh, who's who reached a big milestone at the Deerfield Invite on Saturday. Um, he went five and zero at one hundred and fifty pounds, and he won his one uh, hundredth match of his career. And I, I know we talked about it. Uh, uh, you know, was it? It might have been last week about who you know we might see going to state. Uh, I think I mentioned Ashton. You know, as a real possibility for Poinette. Um, you know, he, at the at that meet, um, he got an eighteen to two technical fall to open the meet. 
Then he got three straight pins. And then the first place match, um, he edged Joe Lomar, uh, who entered uh, 29 and 1 and was ranked number three in Division Two. So really? Meister might have made a name for himself at that, at that meet. Um, but uh, in the past year, he's got a record of 35 and 6 with 15 pins, uh, and he's got four tech falls. Uh, three major decisions in the past year, so uh, you know he's on a roll, and uh, you know he's. De- I, I think you know he's kind of head and shoulders, kind of carrying that point at program, which has a couple other really good wrestlers too. But like I said, their numbers are down a bit. Um, that is not the case in Lodi, which uh, <laughs> continues to roll on. They had another uh, big week, um, undefeated. Uh, they um, it was at the they went yeah they went to the uh, Sugar River Triangular. Um, beat both Mineral Point and Sugar River, um, and then they had the home uh, Terry Conklin duels, and they went five and zero there. So, uh, and they they've had the return of Briar Caves, I think that's how you pronounce his name, at 106 pounds, and that's uh, you know helped uh, stretch their lineup. Uh, um, he's really been a really strong wrestler, and you've got uh, you know other names like Brady Dorshorst, um, Mason Lane, um, Alex Broynig had a really good week this week. Um, with some big wins, um, Tony. Uh, I'm not help. I'm uh, not going to butcher your last name, but Osa Osa Moby, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, he please, ca- please don't. Yeah, slam Peter on the wrestling <laughs> yeah. mat. Forget <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, but he had a big win. I forget who that was uh, against. I think it was against Sugar River. Um, he came into the uh, varsity lineup and got a a nine to seven overtime win against a tough kid. And then uh, I believe his name is Jacob Allen got inserted into the varsity lineup in that, uh, in that meet too. And uh, had to even got bumped up a weight and got a key pin. So, you know, they, they've got such a deep program that they're, you know, pulling people up from JV and they're still doing well. So, you know, even if they get some guys hurt, they've, they've got some guys waiting in the wings who can really, who can really compete. So, uh, you know, that Lodi program has been good for a lot of years and they're continuing on. Yeah. And then I guess I'll kind of stay within the vicinity of or in the city of Deerfield since we talked, you know, about the Deerfield scramble on Saturday because mm. Poinette was a there. scramble that's yeah. right yeah you can't I call it the invite nah, I think I no, call it the invite in the story no invite but it's the scramble ah, I like if, scramble I, I like that because you always hear invite scramble yeah, makes yeah, it kind of cool. yeah scramble makes it fun but uh <laughs> yeah for I guess for um my couple teams that were there Monona Grove McFarland Luke Rucks won his weight division uh with all five pinfalls I want to say as well too oh, wow. so he just kind of dominated and yeah when we did that you know story or podcast about who we think could make it to state. I mean, Rux is really starting to kind of make his case. And also, too, uh, not only at the Deerfield Scramble was that the case, but also uh, when MGM faced Watertown, which Watertown surprisingly has a really strong program. I don't know if, yeah, if yeah. they snuck up on, that. Uh, under the radar against yeah. me or what, but I looked and, yeah, they won every uh, match. They had some by forfeit, but the one match they didn't win was against Luke Rux. Luke Rux mm. got some points for uh, – Monona Grove McFarland with a pinfall win uh, over his opponent. So Rux has really, uh, again, showcased a strong year. But also, too, they had a couple other guys uh, do really well uh, at the meet. I don't have the notes in front of me, sadly, uh, because I forgot to write it down. I I had (laughs) the laptop. I think I was going to open up the story for it, but I completely forgot about it. So when the sectionals happen in state, I'll talk a little bit more about some of those guys, yeah. but I know D'Angelo Clay has had a really solid year. 
Nick Gallagher has had a really solid year. Joel Carls has had a really solid year. Uh, so those are kind of some of the guys that I'm keeping an eye on. And I feel like there was somebody that got second at the meet mm. or at the scramble that I'm forgetting. Uh, so, again, please don't throw me on the mat. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I know I'm forgetting names with Lodi, too. So, uh, But then also yeah. uh, Deerfield was there as well, too. And uh, uh, Sam Haynes and Hayden Frazier, I think. Uh, well, uh, Hay- Actually, Hayden Frazier and Bryce Eikhoff uh, both got third. Mm-hmm. I remember that because while you were talking about Wanakee a little bit, I was able to get on my phone mm-hmm. and do a little bit of Googling. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they both have had really solid years. Then also, too, when I went to their uh, home invite on Thursday uh, and watched them kind of take on some teams in the trailways, uh, I was really impressed watching Sam Haynes, and that was kind mm-hmm. of another kid that I had mentioned, hey, yeah. might make a run at state. And it's fun watching him wrestle. He wrestles, yeah. I think, at 175, mm-hmm. and he wrestles like he's got somewhere to be after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of you know quick action. We're going to get somebody, toss him on the mat, and then this match as quickly as yeah. possible. So. Yeah. Uh, if you're in the Deerfield area, definitely get out, try to watch Haynes. But a couple other wrestlers as well, too. You know, Frazier, mm-hmm. uh, Eikhoff uh, have been really solid. And then also, you know, Ruben Bach was a sectional qualifier last year. And uh, Bryce Castile and Joseph Trinan have had a couple of pinfall wins as well, too. So, you know, they, they've got a lot of different options they can mm-hmm. go from from there. But, yeah, also, too, yeah. if you didn't go out, if you're in Deerfield this week and you didn't get out to at least see one wrestling match, like, you had <laughs> so many opportunities. They had a whole meet on Tuesday, mm-hmm. whole meet on Thursday, yeah. and then they had the scramble on Saturday. Yeah. So, like, plenty of options. And also, the conference tight, the conference championship, Trailways, is going to be held mm. at Deerfield as well, too. I'll tell you, it's coming up. The postseason for wrestling I is was just, right around the corner. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I was just mes- men- mentioning to somebody that, like, I can kind of start seeing the finish line a yeah, little bit in, right. near sight. But we were also just talking, too, that we have a lot of space in the paper. So I don't oh know. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I want all this uh, space to be coming up here with uh, how things quickly things are going to be uh, ending here pretty soon. Because it's yeah. like you got conference for wrestling and swim. And then literally in a span of two weeks, it'll be sectionals and people yeah. will be getting knocked out. So, But then also, too, at the same time, we'll have our state uh, championship chases for it. So yeah. I yep. guess, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Any games uh, you kind of got on your eye that you're going to be heading to either this week or um, on Tuesday or anything like well, that? Well, I got uh, this week, um, you know, I, I know you're going to be at Wanakee, uh, MG. I'm going to be uh, taking in uh, DeForest Boys and DeForest Girls um, this week. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So um, both teams, you know, uh, DeForest Girls probably have a little better record. Um, they, they're, they're having a solid season. Um I think they're hoping to get some things together, maybe make a deep run. I just talked to Rylan Oberg, who just uh, got her thousandth point. Um, so uh, she, you know, she's hoping that they can make a, a deep run. Uh, you know, they've got that great defense with uh, Jada Kelleher. They get a lot of steals, but I think they struggle inside a little bit. So, um, you know, that's something that they got to fix up. Although, uh, I and I believe it's uh, Jackson Aquari's sister, Alexis has all of a sudden emerged as a little bit of a force inside. I think she had a 10-rebound, 4-block game the other night. Um, so that could, that could make a difference, too, down the, down the line. So we'll see if she uh, you know, gets her, kind of gets her feet wet and helps that inside game yeah. fortify that. Yeah, well, I remember a couple – I, mean, I remember from last year's squad for Monona Grove, it was like they had all these uh, you know starters that could make the contributions, but – one of the keys in that win against the Forest in the regional title game was Daniel Becker coming off the bench and hitting yeah. two threes. 
Uh, so you never know who will step up in, yeah. in this moment. Like this, that's what February and March is all about. You get yep. to see who steps up. For me, I'm not really like covering like. I mean, this is obviously a big game for Monona Grove, Wanakee. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm just kind of in my uh, zone of I want to at least hit every team twice yeah. for photography. Sometimes yep. teams get focused a little bit more in the paper. Uh, but for like my calling card is I want to at least be like I get to cover everybody at least twice. And so mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be able to accomplish that this weekend yep. by hitting Monona Grove. And then also, too, going to hit Stoughton Icebergs on Saturday. Oh, uh, yeah. Little yep. girls hockey action. Mm-hmm. I'll go shoot that for a little bit and then uh, probably go home and watch college basketball. Cause there it's you go. going to be a very, very fun <laughs> weekend for college basketball. So, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Well, Peter, I think we did it. We were able to fill. Were we all, able to stretch? Yeah, we were able to fill all that in for Ryan. <laughs> but Ryan should be back next week. And so for my colleague Peter, I am Kelly Seed. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you.